Hey beautiful, today marks the third year anniversary of D-Day for me. <laughs> it's quite a milestone to say the least. And while most see these anniversary dates as something very devastating, this one no longer governs me. As a matter of fact, what Satan meant to harm me has actually empowered me to do what I do today. So I thought, why not take today's episode on Beauty Beyond Betrayal and share with you the three tips that I used to navigate through the anniversary dates of D-Day so that they no longer control me. Grab your pen and paper, beautiful, because today is going to be a great one. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her, must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. We are going to talk about D-Day anniversaries today and how you can deal with them, how you can handle them so that they no longer govern and control you and you can start to live through these dates, not dreading certain times of year anymore. I want to help you with that today. You know, I realize that for most of us, whether we've been betrayed by pornography or an emotional affair or a sexual affair that our husband's been involved in, when it comes to D-Day, when we think about it, it definitely brings up extreme vivid memories and images of that initial shock and horror of that event. Those feelings come flooding our way and it's a period of suspended animation. It's like time stands still. I'm sure most of you can recall D-Day. I still can. And while it doesn't hit me the same way that it used to, I can remember it very vividly because it's kind of etched in your DNA. Um, We recall that falling off the edge of the world, so to speak, right? Where we go into this 
abyss of numbness and despair. And I remember for me, it was like the walls were closing in, the room was turning black, and the breath was completely knocked out of me. I felt like a caged animal, and I needed to get out of my home. I needed to run, and I needed to run very quickly because I felt like my whole world had imploded, and I was in immediate danger. And as painful as this experience for me was, when I look back on it, I'll be honest with you, I have a very different perspective about D-Day three years now than I do when the day it happened. So ladies, today is the third year anniversary. I'm recording this on April 3rd and I wanted to do this on purpose. Today's the third year anniversary of D-Day for me. And while I remember it very, very vividly, I look at it very differently. Despite the shattering that my world uh, took on that day, I know that D-Day for me was the day that God finally brought all the truth into reality for me. He had been nudging me. The Holy Spirit had been talking to me for months about this. And while I kind of put it on the back burner and I kind of, you know, shoved it aside saying, no, God, this can't be happening. There's no way. Finally, God in his grace and goodness decided Child, it's time for you to see the truth. And he brought it right in front of my eyes. Now, D-Day, probably like yours in many ways, was very normal when you got up that morning. It was maybe even safe for you. You went about having normal conversations. You might have went about getting the the kids off to school, going to work, what have you. For me that day... You know, it was a normal day. I mean, unfortunately, my husband and I were not at a good place. So he just kind of got up, didn't say anything to me. We were sleeping in separate rooms. He did his thing. I was kind of doing mine, unfortunately. But this day turned into a very long, painful journey that would last for quite a while for me. And so my first anniversary that I had of the first initial D-Day anniversary was extremely hard for me. I was actually living in an apartment by myself. We had physically separated, so the first anniversary D-Day was extremely hard. And all the experts would agree that the first D-Day can be extremely triggering. And the feelings can be extremely intense and it can almost make you feel like you're going backwards and you're starting at square one and you're like, wait a minute, I've tried to heal, but why do I feel this way all over again? Well, beautiful, that's quite common. So my goal on the very first initial D-Day was to survive the day. And I'll tell you that I did. I, I was actually at home recouping. I had had a hospital stay because my body had just shut down from the trauma. And I was actually in eight weeks of recuperation. So I was sitting on my porch that day and I just kind of did me. And it was just to survive. I got over the day and I was a little proud of myself because while I cried a lot, I actually survived it. So I was so happy. Well, the second year anniversary day of D-Day, 
I felt a little different. We were actually back together. We had reconciled in full recovery. We were doing our work. We were now in couples counseling. So I could actually rationalize that I wanted D-Day to be different this year. I wanted to actually you know, get a breakthrough when it came to anniversary dates like that. I had hoped that my feelings would, you know, be a little different. And I made every effort to do so. And it was different. Now, was I still triggered? Yes, I was. I was still triggered, but not to the extent of the first year. The second year was different. And I will say that's because there was some healing work done. Now, This is year three, and I thought I would share with you where I am today and then give you three tips to help you navigate your anniversary dates of D-Day so they no longer devastate you. So here we are, the third year anniversary of D-Day, and by the time you listen to this, it would have passed 24 hours later, right? Um... And, you know, I got up this morning with actually anticipation in my heart because my perspective on D-Day has actually changed. So I got up this morning, I had my coffee, I had an amazing Bible study and prayer time with God, and then I spent time reflecting over my healing journey for myself first over the last three years. Then I spent time reflecting over the last year and a half what it's been like for my husband and I on our recovery journey. And I say year and a half because it's been a year and a half of intensive recovery. We actually started recovery before that, but we dove in intensively about a year and a half ago. So I started reflecting on that and I realized You know, my perspective has changed so, so greatly. So today was a beautiful day. And my husband and I had actually discussed D-Day over the weekend. We had a beautiful dinner together. We had made sure we had gone out and really spent the weekend together as a precursor to D-Day so that we could invest in our marriage, invest in us to really connect again, have that special moment. And then today, when I woke up this morning, I had this beautiful text message from my husband and he sent me quite a number of I love you text messages throughout the day just to remind me how important I was to him. And so he was actually being proactive as we were going into our third year of recovery from D-Day, right? So how did we get here or how did I get here first? Let me just say that. Let me give you three tips to help you with this today. And I want to tell you the first one is that you have to decide to heal from betrayal trauma. Beautiful. I know that sounds simple, but there are a lot of women that are stuck 
in betrayal trauma. And I know this because I hear from them daily. I get messages from women from my podcast. I get messages on social media. I have women reaching out to me in my community. And they are saying, you know, it's been 10 years and I'm still stuck. It's been five years and I'm still stuck. Three years, what have you. But they are stuck nonetheless. And they tell me story after story how they pushed it under the rug so that they could try to, number one, save the marriage. Number two, make sure the children were okay. Number three, make sure the family was going to be okay. Number four, make sure that, you know, not too many people in the community knew about it so they could save face and the stories go on. However, they've put their healing on the back burner and that's why they're stuck. Beautiful, you have to decide to heal from the trauma of infidelity. And you are important. You deserve healing. And if you don't choose yourself first and foremost so that you can heal from the trauma, you're going to experience this trauma for the rest of your life. So that's the first thing that I had to do so that I could start healing was I had to choose myself and decide to heal. Tip number two. Do something special for yourself on that anniversary date. That's what I did the very first year of the anniversary of D-Day. I chose to set that day aside and just do me. That's exactly what I did. I went out and got my favorite latte. I went out and had a massage. I read all day long, listened to worship music prayed all day, thanked God for the journey he had already brought me through and gotten me to. But I spent that time period making sure that I could do me. And excuse the dog barking in the background. (laughs) But I chose to do something for myself on that day. So choose to do something very special for yourself. Maybe, you know, go out and have a ladies luncheon, have coffee with your best friend. Maybe you take a couple days and do a girls trip. Maybe you do like I do and have a complete spa day. But just do something for yourself very special if you're not working on reconciliation at this time period. If you are working on reconciliation and things are going decently, then choose to do something special as a couple. Maybe make reservations at a great restaurant, get away for the weekend, um, choose to go and do a couple's massage for the day, but invest in yourself, do something special so that you can get a different perspective on it. Number three is this, you need to acknowledge the feelings that you have, whether they are good feelings or whether they are hard feelings, you still need to acknowledge them nonetheless. Beautiful, don't ever, ever discount the way you feel. If you're having a hard time with a D-Day anniversary, then acknowledge your feelings. You need to work through those feelings to that day. Experience them. Do some somatic techniques so that you can regulate your nervous system and come back into a calm, balanced state. But choose to work through them and not ignore them. Now, here's a bonus tip for you. The bonus tip is to reassess D-Day. 
<laughs> reassess D-Day. Now, the reason why I say that is when we look at D-Day, most of us look at it as this excruciating anniversary of an event that happened to us that caused so much trauma that that's why it's just burnt on our minds. We just can't get past the trauma of it. But I would just challenge you to maybe take a different perspective and reassess it. Are you holding on to this anniversary date as a security blanket so that you don't get hurt? buy it anymore. Now, I'm not saying that in any critical condemning way whatsoever. I'm saying it out of love because I will tell you, I I realized that I was doing that the first year. Now, while I did some stuff for myself, I kind of held on to it with that perspective and I realized I was holding on to it as a security blanket because as long as I could remember what he did to me, he wasn't going to do it to me again. (laughs) And sometimes we do that and it is a survival coping mechanism that we default to. But if you've been on your healing journey and you're progressing forward, then maybe it's time for you to reassess D-Day and take a different approach to it. So for me, D-Day looks very different for me now. That's why I woke up with anticipation this morning. That's why I woke up feeling as great as I did. Now, how do I look at D-Day? I want to tell you because I'm really hoping this will encourage you. As someone who has walked through the healing, is continuing on the healing journey, making strides, I want to tell you this can happen for you as well. For me, D-Day now signifies the day that God's goodness really shone forth for me. And truth was finally revealed in a material form. While I had heard God clearly on January 12th of 2020 tell me that my husband had broken his vows, while I had, you know, March 25th of 2020 came across two years of phone records to the same phone number, it was April 3rd that God revealed everything. Every social media account that had um, love notes between it, every email, every text message, the whole gamut came flooding through, through an investigation. And God did that for my good. And while it was painful, I am so, so grateful to God to reveal his truth. Why? Because number one, when you know the truth, the truth begins to set you free. And that was the day that while as devastating as it was, that was a mark of freedom for me because now I knew the truth and I could choose my healing journey. And number two, truth was revealed so that my husband could no longer live the lie he had been living for two years. Now, while he continued down this road for quite a while, God would eventually grab a hold of him through a lot of different circumstances and he would finally have his life turned around because he would repent, he would surrender, and he would start to live a life that was through recovery. Now, it also marks a day 
of recovery for me. So I recognize when this day comes, it's another year of full-blown recovery, of healing, of freedom for me. And so it no longer controls me. It no longer governs me. And what Satan meant for evil to destroy me in my life has now empowered me to do what I do every single day. And that's helping Christian women find hope and healing from the devastation of trauma due to betrayal from their husband's affair. And it is an honor and a privilege to do what I do. So beautiful, this can happen for you. It's available for you. And I encourage you to re-listen to these tips. I'm going to recap them for you really quick. So grab your pen and paper really quick. Number one, make the decision to choose yourself and to heal from the trauma of the betrayal. Number two, do something for yourself on the anniversary of D-Day. Make sure you do something special. Number three, acknowledge your feelings. As hard or as good as they are, acknowledge them, work through them, process them so you can continue to heal through them. And the bonus was to reassess D-Day. No longer see it as that safety blanket to keep you safe and secure, but Look at it as the day that freedom started for you, the day you could choose your healing, the day that God revealed truth to you, showing his goodness and his greatness, and it marks true recovery in your life. I hope that helped you, beautiful. And I really hope that you can choose yourself and choose to recover because you're worth it. Until Friday, be blessed, and I'm praying for you. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.